Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished fintech entrepreneur from Canada, Mr. Tomisin Salam. Tomisin, welcome so to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ashutosh. Tomisin is the founder and CEO of Fiat Match. He's a global impact entrepreneur and he has been focused on reducing world poverty. So Tomisin, before we get into uh, fintech, tell me about your own journey in brief. Right. Thank you for that question. Um, so I you know, started my entrepreneurial journey in my second year of university. Wow. where I was selling clothing from the trunk of my car. So my mm -hmm. mom was an entrepreneur. My dad was uh, a corporate guy. And I would take some of the things my mom sold mm -hmm. and I would take that to the center of the school and start selling. So I started mm -hmm. selling cosmetics, makeup, mm -hmm. and I built that into a fashion boutique. Um, um, after I graduated from university, my dad was in for entrepreneurship and I started uh, working in the accounting department of a government agency mm -hmm. and moved to a radio station that was almost going through bankruptcy. I mm -hmm. developed a payroll system with the help of a consultant. Um, and then I thought, okay, this could be a really good solution for small businesses mm -hmm. um, in Nigeria who couldn't afford the likes of SAP. So I moved to Canada because became a chartered human resources professional and I went on to do my masters so I could build that solution halfway into that I lost interest and I started working on impact projects it was a company mm -hmm. at the time it was a non-profit um, that was making education accessible to kids all around the world so mm -hmm. we would put educational content on a tablet so you have five thousand dollars worth of educational materials on a tablet mm -hmm. we sold for five dollars that company has gone to do really well helped a lot of kids around the world and then and, you know, um, since then, I've just uh, focused on, you know, solving, um, you know, impact, um, delivering impact in any way that I can to folks all around the world. Amazing. Amazing. So, uh, you know, let's start talking a little bit about Fiat Match, um, which is a community marketplace for getting the best international money transfer deals. But yes. before we get into that, for my viewers and listeners, tell us what is FIAT? Hey, great, thank you. Uh, so basically what we're doing with FIAT Match is saying we want to democratize how people move money from one country to another and then ending currency exchange manipulation. So, you know, for decades now, money transfer companies have made a lot of money from regular folks who are sending money back home to their families. And most people don't even know how much they're losing because when I send money, for instance, from Canada now and I'm sending it to India, mm. by the time it gets to India, maybe it's being paid out in the Indian rupee. So I, I don't really know how much has been lost Correct. in that transaction. That's the first thing. The second mm. thing is when the company that I use to send the money, when they quote me an exchange rate, I don't even know if that's the actual rate but that's never the actual rate there's always a markup on top of it so mm -hmm. if i were sending a thousand dollars to india today i would be losing anywhere from forty dollars to one thirty dollars depending on who i what platform that i use 
right? But I wouldn't know as a customer, I wouldn't know that I've lost that money. The only thing I'll probably see is how much I paid in fees, mm -hmm. but that's not the only thing. So fiat match is changing that power paradigm and giving power to the, to the customers. So on our platform, you can send money in three different ways. The mm -hmm. first way is, let's say I need to send money to India today. Mm -hmm. I would be matched with someone in India who mm -hmm. needs to send money to Canada. We both set our rates. We negotiate. Once we both agree, then the person in, in India pays fiat match in India, the equivalent of the Canadian dollars that they need. And mm -hmm. I would do the same in Canada. So there's actually no money leaving the country. So we've taken out the middleman, the banks, the money transfer agents and all of that. That's the first way. The second way is in every country, there are local currency shops. Hmm. These guys usually offer the best rate, but they're not online. But And, and they don't also depend on the banks to get hmm. their foreign currency. They're getting it directly from the source. Hmm. So we provide a platform where all of these folks can then get onboarded onto the Fiat Match platform. A customer can use their rate directly. And and for the for the vendors, mm. they don't need to build an app. They don't need to do the KYC. The customer is going to do that through our app. And mm. the third way is, you know, how you do it on every money transfer platform. Mm. If you don't have time to negotiate, you just want to send the money. Mm. You just pay fiat matching with this person in the other country. But the difference is we will never mark up the exchange rate. Every day you see the actual mid-market rate on the platform to inform your decision when you're posting an offer. So mm -hmm. on our platform, one of the good things is you can post an offer. Say I need to send money back home to my mom at the end of the month mm -hmm. and I want a really good rate. I can post today and mm -hmm. set an expiry date to say this is when that offer is going to end. So mm -hmm. it's sort of giving people flexibility and informing them of what the rate is. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, that must have taken some serious technology to build a platform like this, isn't it? Absolutely. Wow. It was, you know, very difficult to, to build. But, you know, what I usually say is if you can think of a solution, you can build it. You just mm. have to find a way to get there. Correct. Correct. Well said. And, you know, you did talk about you know, $40 to $130, which is 4% to 13% of $1,000 could get lost. When people use the Fiat Match platform to transfer, how do the costs compare? It's a, a $5 fee, and that's it. We will never mark up the rate. Wow. And uh, the conversion when it happens, because when you transfer money, you lose money, when you convert into uh, you know hand it over to you to, uh, or to the bank and then when the when the bank converts it into the local currency they'll take money make money even then that how do you the, handle the currency risk that's the problem that's exactly the problem so mm. in every case almost every money transfer platform has to have an in intermediary partner mm. like you said like the bank you pay the bank the bank will take some charges and then payout we don't need those guys what we need is when you're interacting with someone in another country that person is paying us in the local currency so i want to send money from india to canada mm -hmm. and i in canada wants to send money to india so mm -hmm. i would negotiate with someone in india mm -hmm. once we both agree the person in india pays the exact equivalent 
of the exchange rate to fiat match in India. Mm. And I would do the same in Canada. We mm. take that currency that you have provided to us in India. Mm. We use that to pay my own recipients in India. Mm. And the currency that I am providing fiat match, we use that to through your transaction in Canada. So mm. there's actually no need for the intermediaries, the banks to provide the exchange rate. You are, we're actually getting it from the customers and delivering it to their recipients. So mm. there's no need for that intermediary. That's why you can get almost all of your money. So we're saving a minimum of 80% of what people spend today. Wow. And uh, Thomasin, one of the other things that is always there in financial transactions is the need to manage risk. And in India, in several countries, there's this thing of know your customer. How do you in Fiat Match manage risk? Perfect. That's, I love that question. So we have a, a, a very robust system for mm-hmm. security and mm-hmm. some have told me that why invest so much on security mm-hmm. and my, my, my answer is always that mm-hmm. you know we have people who are going to be communicating with one another mm-hmm. that's a risk on its own so we have to verify our customers extensively right. so we have three different systems usually companies have one system we have three different systems for managing security mm-hmm. we have one system where when a customer, you know, registers, their name is being run through over a thousand sanctions, PEPs, OFRC, all kinds of lists to say, you know, terrorist lists to say this person is not a bad actor. That's the first piece. Right. The second piece is when you insert your ID, mm. we're verifying the ID with government databases to say, is this a valid ID? Mm. That's the second piece. The third piece is we are approaching this in a community-based way where Mm. we have thousands of pre-registered users now. We've Mm. opened the platform to a few pre-registered users and each user has the opportunity to bring five of their friends, invite five of their friends to the platform. Mm. That's how we want to grow. We're not looking to grow really, really fast. Security Mm. first. So at any point in time, at least one person on the platform knows another person. Mm. That's in itself, it's some sort of security to say, you know, whether you're putting your identity information, it's safe and secure. Um, whether you're going to be chatting with someone to negotiate rates, you can be sure they're not bad actors because we, excuse me, we have verified their information and made sure that these people are not bad actors. So the KYC bit, that was the first thing that we we started. Okay, so we just launched in October, okay. and we've you know we've been in business since last March last year. Mm. For the for the for the one year, mm. what we were focusing on is regulatory requirements, the security to make sure that we have a really good system because we know that our solution is we believe our solution is really good because we take a lot of it edicts away from for, for, from customers. So that way, just by having that security in place, the global compliance regime, you know, it's been audited by Grant Thornton. So we, in terms of KYC security, we, we've done an excellent um, mm. job. Mm. And the other factor, Thomasin, that you just referred to was on the on, on, on the laws. You know, most central banks in countries are very paranoid about 
foreign exchange. Uh, how are you handling uh, foreign exchange laws of multiple countries? Great. You know, this was one of the first problems mm-hmm. that we um, faced. We realized that um, governments are part of the problems because when you're already, when the biggest player in the market, they don't have a need to innovate mm. because they know there's a huge barrier to entry. Correct. Right? So they're, they're not flexible. Now, mm. what we have done is we would look for a company or a partner that has a license, right? Mm-hmm. But not using it for money transfer. Mm. So maybe an escrow company, right? They're not using that license for money transfer. We partner mm. with those those kind of people because mm. we know it's really expensive to get licenses in all of these countries. But we're we're getting there. We're getting the license. You know, as we grow, we will start getting those licenses mm. from you know different um uh, countries. Um, but what we've done is look for partners that have the licenses. Mm-hmm. They're not using it for money transfer. Mm-hmm. Partner with those folks, and then mm-hmm. you know you're 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 able to um, do transactions in all of the countries. And and the goal for Fiat Match mm-hmm. um, is we want to build a universal bank, not just a money transfer mm-hmm. solution. Mm-hmm. We want to build a universal bank where, as an immigrant, mm-hmm. say I'm from India, mm-hmm. I don't need to hold the bank in India and mm-hmm. hold the bank in Canada. Mm-hmm. With the Fiat Match app and card, I'm able to do transactions both ways. So what we've done to get closer to that is on our platform, you can do airtime top-ups and gift cards in 138 countries. We have utility payments in some countries, mm-hmm. um, but as we go along, we want to start bringing like grocery chains into the fold, healthcare into the fold. So, you know, for instance, someone is sending money back home to their mom. Mm-hmm. That money is not actually to 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 just save. It's probably to maybe do groceries, pay for health health mm-hmm. needs. So. As we go along, you will be able to do those kind of transactions on the platform. That's you know that's that's the goal. And licensing will be something we have to deal with ourselves. Then, but we're starting to get licensing in different in different countries. Fascinating. One more question relating to Fiat Match, and then we'll move to your role as an impact entrepreneur. A lot of countries, uh, Tomisin, are now launching Fiat digital currency. Um, India has today launched uh, digital currency. China has their own digital currency. Several other countries have started to launch their own digital currency. What will be the impact of the digital currency on money transfer? Because now, uh, if you want to, if I want to transfer some money to you, I have a digital currency here, and you have digital currency in Canada. How will that work then? Right. So. Digital currencies, I believe, would make things easier um, um, to move money here and there. The challenge there is the digital currency, if it's an Indian digital currency for now, Mm. it's it's still the same thing. It's just digital, Mm. right? So if I have Canadian digital currency and you have Indian digital currency, it doesn't automatically become the other right Hmm. that flow still happens of me needing to convert my canadian digital currency Hmm. to 
my India digital currency, mm. right? So what it does is it makes things easier. You're able to, you know, do a lot of transaction online. You're able to access it fairly easily. But country A and country B still has to come together if, say, for instance, um, the Indian rupee, if I want to use it, for a transaction mm. in India, for, mm. for in Canada, for instance, there still has to be some sort of collaboration right. with maybe companies in both countries. So it's yes, it's good. Um, but you know, the the, the exchange still has to happen. Mm. Very interesting. Um let's now talk about you know your uh, other interest of being a global impact entrepreneur. Uh, tell me a little bit that you are doing in this area, and I'm assuming this is linked to the SDGs. So which of the SDGs are you working on? Great, perfect. You know, before Fiat Match, you know, I started a company called Study Inc. Mm -hmm. And what it did was kind of replicate a bit of what we did at Rumi, which is to mm -hmm. educate kids and say, if you're an adult and you don't have access to education or you don't have a job, we put you th through a skilled training for a month to three mm -hmm. and ensure that you land a job. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's to the educational piece. But with Fiat Match, um, with, with, with the, the goal is to reduce world poverty mm -hmm. and remittances in itself mm. can directly impact 12 of the SDGs. You know, I did a talk, you know, two weeks ago and I spoke about this, you know, remittances can, you know, impact, you know, um, poverty, giving money directly to family would mm. impact, you know, um, poverty levels, you know, education, giving money would help, you know, my relatives back home, send them to school, healthcare, remittances is being used to, you know, provide when I send money back home to my family as well. Mm -hmm. It could be used for healthcare, you know, mm -hmm. climate, you know, there's a huge problem with immigration and climate because people mm -hmm. need to travel and all of that. But when you look at when you send money to families back home, they use this money to to purchase energy efficient devices. Mm -hmm right mm. so it impacts that so on several levels it impacts um the sdgs but the first thing is how do we reduce world poverty mm. over 700 million people in the world today are mm. living in extreme poverty mm. now it is said you know by the un based on you know the reports that 700 million people around the world depend mm. on remittances, money being sent back home. And there are over 200 million people providing those remittances mm. to their families. Mm. So remittance is a huge, has a huge role to play in reducing world poverty. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the financial aid that is being provided by the government and private sector every year is around 150 billion and remittances from the from from the World Bank, based on the actual numbers mm. that is available, is over six hundred million, um, mm. six hundred billion um dollars. So mm. it is three times bigger than the financial aid being provided by government and the mm -hmm. private sector. 
combined. And that's the official number for remittances. There's still money exchanging and that are not recorded. So, you know, it's said that, you know, remittances is over a trillion dollars, right? But the official rate is, you know, uh, 600 billion plus. So mm. um, the, the, the role of, you know, my work as a global impact entrepreneur is first, how can we deal with world poverty? You know, mm. how can we contribute to education? Because when you're educated, a lot of things can happen. You know, I mean, I, I could say Education has really helped me um, in everything that I do today. Education, you know, in Canada has really helped me. The, the way I think now, yes, I've always been an entrepreneur, but the way I think now is different from the way I used to think before moving here and getting all of this education. So right. my work as a global impact entrepreneur is how can we help with um reduce world poverty and education. Mm. Those two things are core to all the work that that I am doing personally and you know every company that I who I'm, I'm going to be involved with mm. uh will be doing. Yes. Fascinating. And my last question to you, Thomasin, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your own amazing journey, you know, from the time you were work helping your mother to sell uh cosmetics. To today, uh, you know, having worked in the corporate sector, uh, working at the cutting edge of fintech with Fiat Match, working on, on the SDGs, working towards reducing world poverty. What would you say are three lessons or three learnings you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and from this conversation? Right. Um, you know, the the any journey starts with a goal and a focus, mm. right? So the first thing is you have to have a goal and you mm. have to focus on it. Mm. And you have to believe that there is nothing you cannot achieve as long as you're prepared to do the hard work. Yeah. And if failure comes, failure has to be a part of the success. You yeah. know, it's a building block to the success. Like I say, if you can think about anything, like you mm. want to solve any problem, you can solve it. You just have to find a way to to, mm. to doing that. You know, mm. the second thing is aligning, you know, purpose and profit. Mm. You know, people think sometimes when you're, you know, maybe working on an impact project or you're doing good, you know, it takes money away from you. No. Mm. I can tell, I, I can say, you know, I can tell for, uh, for a fact that when you do good, um, you're going to make money or you're going to, you, you, you're going to be okay. Mm. So always finding a way that whatever work I'm doing, at least it has a good impact mm. on, on people. And the said, the, the, I mean, the last thing is finding your purpose in mm. life and mm. building your legacy. Like, what do you want to be remembered by when you're no longer here? You know, it doesn't have to be a huge, a massive, yeah. um, you know, legacy. Just pick something. Maybe it's impacting the life of a family member. Maybe it's helping a kid. You yeah. know, just or maybe you're just building a solution that that is going to be used by millions of people around the mm -hmm. world. You know, mm -hmm. but just you know, having finding your purpose because it's difficult to find something you're passionate about and mm -hmm. you want to work 
on for the rest of your life. So those three things are what I would say, you know, um, mm. I, I would love to, to share. Fascinating. And on that note, uh, Thomas, and your three wonderful lessons, the first one being have a goal and a focus and believe there is nothing you cannot achieve. Second is align your purpose and profit. The third one you said, believe in your purpose and in life, build towards leaving a legacy. Thank you so much for speaking to me about your incredible journey. Thank you for talking to me about Fiat Match and all the challenges that you are solving using uh, your amazing platform to be able to transfer money, help and remittances at much, much more economical rates than what we are used to. Thank you also for talking to me about your uh, interest as a global impact entrepreneur. Thank you again and good luck to you. Thank you so much, Ash. Thank you for providing the platform. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.